What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Now, every time y'all listen, my money goes up. I appreciate y'all for checking this out, man. Um, really, I want to come with something that's going to entertain y'all. But I don't want to uh, do, the, do the teaching thing. Or act like a know-it-all but um something nice that i'm learning from green fluoride is is ability to help you focus um a cool lesson i learned when i was young i used to play basketball really really good at it sometimes i used to look back and i used to think of my graduating class i had to be the top five basketball player, I used to say top ten out of my entire school. So out of everybody, the thousand people that could play in my school, especially the seniors, I was definitely in the top ten because I started. I played at a big high school, and I started. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot when, you know, you're playing ball and you're the one that they calling name out. You know when the game start. That mean that means a lot, but you know once you once you achieve something like that, it don't mean much. But as I look back, man, that shit meant a lot, cause that mean I for sure was gonna play. Now I did a lot of stupid stuff. I used to, now you know now that it's over with. I used to with my homie. We used to steal basketballs. We used to steal jerseys, shorts. We used to do a lot of stupid stuff in school, out of school. Had a real close homie at the time. And uh, we used to do a lot of dumb stuff, so they used to play games on me. So I I was, at one point in time, I was still in the jerseys and the basketball. They ordered a whole bunch of new Spartan basketball. And what's funny is, I ain't even steal none of the basketballs, but I did take the shorts home. The shorts was one of a kind. You know, they was the game shorts. So they was like, ordered just solely for the school. It wasn't meant for you to take them home. Right, and the whole team we had LeBrons. We I think we had them LeBron threes. I think this one LeBron was getting hot with the shoe game. So we all had these big old heavy boot type LeBrons in red. We was the Mustangs, and um, our coach was an old school guy that uh, coached out of Port Arthur Memorial, right up the street from Houston. You know pretty good in his day you know wasn't to the point where he was famed in a professional league but he was definitely known in the neighborhoods in these cities in the cities of Port Arthur. Port Arthur ain't ain't too big of a town but it's the same place as Pimp C. Pimp C is a famous hip-hop artist so is UGK. The Bun B you know Pimp C holding down for damn that a whole uh Port Arthur, in my opinion. So does Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, known artist from that area. But what's so cool about cool about him was a lesson I learned in focus, which matched the green fluoride. Um, a lot of people learn from different ways, but I learned it from this coach. His thing was keep tunnel vision. Be tunnel. Have a tunnel vision when you focus on what you're trying to do. 
when you focus on what you're trying to do, create a tunnel vision for focus. You can't see nothing around you, nothing in your way. Go straight for what you're going for. And that was something, that was a valuable lesson that was taught to me about focus. And a lot of these lessons are practical. You know, ain't none of this is out of this world like, okay, uh, you know, do something crazy and then you'll get focused. But it's creating this tunnel vision. Picture yourself in a tunnel and looking directly at what you're trying to get to or trying to achieve and go for it, you know. And that helped me in sports, you know. I was an all-out tyrant, I'm not going to lie. My focus is just now getting a lot better. But on the basketball court, my focus was extraordinary, you know. Um, I was the most athletic. I was super long, but I wasn't the most athletic. Um, I could run a long time, but like I said, I wasn't the fastest. But I could pretty much, I pretty much can say that, you know, that was something that I enjoyed doing and something that I focused on. And whenever a sign like mine, Taurus, I'm a Taurus, so whenever a sign like mine focuses, we lock in on what we need. And as far as, as far as like research now today, like I use a lot of fluoride when it comes to writing, when it comes to researching. Uh, when it comes to journaling, um, I mean, if I could lock in on this green fluorite a little bit better, I feel like I could write a book. You know, it's something pushing pushing me to writing books. Um, the amount of knowledge that you receive while staying around uh, fluorite, you know, uh, the intelligence, the comprehension. I mean, like like with our energies though, and um, things of this nature, there's certain things you gotta do. Sound like the energies of these, of these stones, but keeping them around is always a good thing. Um, that's all I'm gonna say about fluoride. I'm gonna get into the next one. I'm going to Moss Agate, but uh, I appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you so much. Check out the next one. What's up, people? Ed Talks in here. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing, but everything under the sun. Not to downplay what I'm saying, but I'm going to talk to y'all about uh, this green garden. And the mindset that I have graduated to now, as far as like 10 years ago, um, and Everybody takes steps in their life, whether they baby steps or giant steps. All should be, all should be respected, and you should be grateful for any steps that you've taken to grow yourself. Uh, no matter what other people say, you know, that's why I preach this now, along with my homie. Man, take every step you can. It take chunk by chunk, and what you're going for. Every day, do something, even if it's a little thing, even if it's telling yourself, yo, I'm going to do this a piece by piece. It don't matter.
because at the end of the day, it's people that's not taking them steps towards what they want, period. Not even not even telling themselves that they're going to take these steps. And I, I can think back almost 10, 11 years ago, people used to try to teach me how to meditate and look into look into tomorrow, right? I used to be like, tomorrow, I used to really trip out. And then one time, you know, I'm a bullhead, so if somebody teaches me, yo, meditate, and yo, look into the future of what you're trying to do, and and I used to try. And I used to be like, man, what you mean I can't, I can't see into tomorrow? My understanding was all the way to zero. You know, now it's barely moving up. My understanding was under the ground. Wisdom wasn't there. Um, but as I asked for more, I received more. So when it comes to this, man, it's a 360 turn. No matter what I've achieved or what I haven't achieved, it's the fact that the mindset has changed so much. is very, very heartwarming. And uh, Green Garnet brings a little bit of that too to your mindset, you know. Um, just keep, just understand that you got to keep going. Don't ever be associated to stalemate, you know. Only person, only person stopping you is you. Don't be associated to getting stuck um, in poverty or in a I can't get more. Because you can always get more. It's tough to say this. Being somebody with lesser. But. You can get on the phone. With somebody. Who's making a million right now. In the same city state as you. You can get on the phone with somebody. Who's making hundreds of thousands. And they're right around the corner from you whether right or wrong, whatever they're doing. It's the mindset behind it. And my mindset slowly increased over these 10 years to the point where I look at everything as optimistic. And um, I never really seen the importance for making other people money. I always seen the importance of me making the money to get what I want to get done. But it's like, man, look, take your baby steps every day, you know, don't, don't back down, um, as far as this mindset, I'm gonna take y'all back to, um, a time where, you know, I start getting tired, man, like, the grind start tiring me out, man, like, people don't understand, getting up to sell drugs, Every day, I mean, that shit gets tiring, man. Um, it didn't get time for me for a long time, you know. But eventually, man, I got tired of it, bro. It was very tiring, man. It was like, let me take y'all, take y'all to a, a route I used to run on the daily. I mean, every it seemed like it was like every hour, you know. Um, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a day I wouldn't go without no work in this field. It wouldn't be a day where I was like, oh, shit, I, 
get up type shit. I was busy all day. And I have a, a run that would take me to take me to some back streets. I would run through a forest and meet somebody at a at a dead end. I would always meet them at this dead end. I would tell people, man, come down the street and take this left and wait right there. Whatever you want, I'm coming out with it, and I'll be running through the forest. I'm running a big old F-shaped run through the forest. And uh, I used to run out there, give them what they need. I had a few issues to where I had a pack, pack of gun, you know. You know, I wasn't going to let nobody just rob me. You know, I was doing that. And it wouldn't be a day, I mean, for a whole year, it wasn't a day that I didn't get out there and do what I need to do. Now, the only problem was my savings game was weak. If your saving game weak, you lose. I don't care if you're a legit hustler. I don't care if you an illegitimate hustler. I don't care if you're a beggar. I don't care if you're a tycoon. If your saving game is weak, you will lose. See, the only thing about this marathon is complications happen all the time. If you're not ready to deal with them complications and you haven't saved, you lose. So, back to the green garnet, man. I'm still working on unlocking the unlocking the power. The mindset is great. Um, I was talking about it earlier. I I keep a million dollar mindset, man. As far as trying to understand it more and more, I keep it close because I don't never want to get to a point where I'm telling myself, man, I ain't no way I could be an investor. I don't want to get to get to a point telling myself, man, ain't no way I can make two hundred thousand. Man, ain't no way I can invest 80000 When I get to that point, I'm going to feel defeated. But I don't never want to get to that point where I'm telling myself, man, I can't make no money, man. You know, so I keep pushing and keep going. And you should, you know what I'm saying? Don't never get to a point where you're telling yourself that either. You know what I mean? Um, stay conscious. I love you. And... We out. Appreciate you for listening. Check out the next one. What's up, people? Air Talks in here. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing. But everything under the sun. Appreciate y'all for checking this out. Um, and all I want to do is be a help, man. I'm really, really not trying to be too much of a distraction. But I do want to give y'all guys some good insight. That would, in return, bring some good abundance to me. You know, whenever you give out abundance of anything, it should come back to you. You know, that's um, why I'm not worried about selfish people. And really why I'm not worried about people taking anything from me. Because the real test is how can you handle somebody taking something from you? But I won't speak on. One of my first meditations, I think as we get further into adeptness 
for higher knowledge. Our meditation should be on point. Now, before we put anything into our systems, as far as knowledge and wisdom, we're supposed to know how to clear it out, clear our bodies out, clear out and unlearn things that we that's been destroying us, especially our intellect and our auras. And I started this meditation, but one thing I did was I eventually grew up out of it because once your understanding gets strong enough, you understand what I'm saying. Okay, so first starting off meditating, one thing I did was picture light traveling through my body. You know, uh, bright light, bright white light traveling through your body, through the crown of your, through the crown of your top of your head, on down to to the floor, to the feet, and then down. And I would do this for a lot, a lot and flush out a lot of it. Um, let's just call it negative toxins out, out of your body. And you would constantly just envision the light going up and then down and out. Through different parts of your arms, through different parts of your, from your legs. Just let the light travel through up one leg, maybe up your right leg to your to your heel, to your heart, then through your neck, the top of the crown, and then bring it back down to the left side of your head, to the chest, to the hips, and down out through your feet. And just what I did was when I started getting good at just envisioning a light coming through my body, and I, I, yeah, I would, if I was sensing the dark energy, which I grew, grew to understand that it's a toss-up, man, about this dark energy being inside of you when this light is inside of you. So instead of just focusing on, man, I'm just all the way dark, that could stop you from even having envisioning any light coming through your body. So eventually you mature while you meditate. But another way you mature is how strong you envision this light. And that's what's so cool about meditation. Once you do it over and over and you start getting repetitive with it, you get better at it. Just because you start meditating and you weren't good at it, that's the whole test of things. That's why you have to be really you have to be one of those type of people that like to improve at things you do. So once you get used to traveling this light up and up and out through your body, then you start to do it more and more to the point you get so good at it. Now you now you can um, envision a part of your body sweeping out energy. You're just sweeping out energy now. And then you get so good at it to the point where you can do it without being totally calm but what I've, what I've been learning is one thing you want to do is you want to be so calm to the point where you maybe one or two blinks from going to sleep you know you want you can get yourself to the point where you really really close to going to sleep to the point where you fall asleep you'll be okay 
Now, it is, it is some worries about if you're doing guided meditations and you got people talking while you sleep, that can be dangerous because you don't know where the person on the other end intentions is. But just doing self-meditation, just watching this light traveler. And when at first, the first time you start, you want it to, you want this this white light to break a lot of the negative toxins within you. I mean, it's a great feeling. And then once you get good at it, you you'll be able to control the light and see it encircling your body. It's nothing too strange. Um, like I said, angels is my thing, man. And um, I love God, love Jesus. But these angels, I believe they have the correct book that we need. They have the, they have the right knowledge that we, that we supposed to use. I mean, especially if you're looking at the host, the heavenly host, because they'll quickly chastise evilness. You know, they quickly chastise evilness. Now, I don't think they're the best at going to war here on this earth I'm going to tell you straight up from my experience going to war on this earth having angels uh, it's an iffy iffy thing physically you need to be you need to be uh, strong too you need to be a warrior um, but just having them in a spiritual connection alongside God is very it's, it's it's well past what you need. Um, but I just want to tell you guys my first uh, meditation. And that was my first meditation. Traveling this light through, throughout your body. To the point I got good at, I mean, from the beginning. So I had a natural skill for it. So where I could see this orb of light. Control it through my body. Really well. Beautiful thing. Um, some people, it's going to take you a few tries. Some people... Depending on your level, where you control the most, what you control the most, I don't know. I, I don't know too many people that, um, really don't know people well enough to say there's some people that wouldn't be able to meditate, period. But if you do it over enough times, y'all make sure your mental, mental mind frame, man, y'all make sure your high mind is at least somewhat clear to where you at least have the imagination to understand. It take imagination. It take a little bit of um, what it take a little bit of misunderstanding to understand it. Take a little bit of falseness to understand truth. So it's kind of like um, the things that you think are not real at all. It take a little bit of that to make it very, very real. This is my first meditation. Um, I'm holding some tree agate. That's what Trigg actually strengthened for me a few times. The groundedness when I'm meditating. I remember my Triagis when it was time for me to do meditation. I had a big old big old stone of it. Used to carry a ring for for the moss agate. Um and tree agate. And I used to have big old chunks of tree agate. And it's almost like a 
tree planted in the ground, right? You're a tree planted in the ground, you got tree hanging. That's where you want to send all these negative toxins. You want to send it to, to the earth. Why? Because the earth can handle whatever you send towards it. A lot of people don't understand what that means, but um, it's some energies that people can that people can handle within their body. It'll it'll do things, certain things to you. So when you meditate, you want to make sure you're taking the negative energies and you're pressing it into the ground. You and one of the most important things to do, because like I said, I'm connected to. An angelic hierarchy. Whether I put myself in that position or I'm just naturally in that position, I connected myself there. To another man or woman, it's very difficult for them to to totally understand. And what it does is it raises your higher mind and it puts you into a spiritual realm. Now, what you want to do with tree agate is you want to ground yourself back into physical, into your physical form, and your lower mind. So when you releasing all of this spiritual energy, you're grounding yourself. That's the only way you're gonna be able to uh, commit to this reality. Is when you ground yourself back in back in the earth. Whenever you get too high in the spiritual, you start to deal with you start to deal with this maniac um, development. You start to see things um, from a perspective that isn't healthy. So what you want to do is you want to, like I said, picture this light. Pretty much breaking up the negative toxins. Get to a point where you can control it. Uh, going around your limbs. Going out through your limbs. And what you want to remember is. Probably after each meditation. Ground your energy. That goes for people that read spiritual books too. You might be reading a spiritual book about. A very spiritual person. And your soul might be connecting with them. And it might be lifting you higher out of your body it might be lifting your mind to new levels but when you come back into reality and you stop reading what you want to do is you want to ground that energy it's kind of like um, if you look at it the right way it's kind of like uh, sowing a seed sowing a seed into the earth you ground it you send it to it send it back into the earth and if you meditate on that more you'll get better at it as far as how deep you send it to the earth or if you need to stand on grass and all that I've said you know I done been through all of that do I need to stand on grass can I do it on cement can I do it in my house as, as long as you're sending as long as you have enough strength to send it down you can send it deep into the earth. Just a just a classical technique 
you know, for people that's beginners. But with triagging, holding on some triagging, um, it'll lead you to that stronger meditation. I can't explain how. I usually like to look at it as electromagnetic waves. And that's undeniable to each and every person, electromagnetic waves, because it comes from your heart. See, when you electromag send out electromagnetic waves of love, the other person the other person can feel it. If you send out electromagnetic waves of something else, a different vibe, someone can feel it. It's just that simple. And these stones, believe it or not, they carry electromagnetic waves. Different ones. Each one carries a different electromagnetic wave. And you can tap into that. Um, the results are endless. But something was like, share with you guys my first meditation. So I did that. I appreciate you guys for listening. I want you guys to check out my website. Link in the bio. Email me for any more information. And God bless.